0: Pepper and Dylan Show podcasts are brought to you by Boston Pizza, offering free delivery through bostonpizza.com, BP's app, and phone-in orders. They're also doing 15% off takeout and curbside pickup orders. So, why aren't you eating a pierogi pizza right now, huh? Yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Show Kiss one seven. This is all right Pepper and Dylan, yeah, you hear them on the radio They've been together since about 14 years ago You must be here because you got nowhere else to go No Thanks for tuning in to the After Show Show
1: Welcome to After Show Show for April 29th, 2020 Yeah,
2: there was not an After Show Show uh, last week nor was there one the week before, correct? Is that right? So it's that been two... Yeah, a couple been, weeks. Okay, so it's been two weeks since, uh, since we've done one uh, because we were off. Well, not off. We were, we were, I don't know, floating in the ether for 14 days, right? Mm-hmm. What a weird and twisted and bizarre time that was. I don't know if I'm making too much of it. Am I making too much of it? Oh. Was it just me that felt it was weird and, and, no, it was and swirling and awkward and yeah. uncomfortable?
1: I, I'm wondering if people
2: uh, people felt it like you did.
1: Because I heard from a couple uh people that said, I wouldn't have known that you were uh, at home. I only did two of the broadcasts, but they said they wouldn't have known. It didn't sound any different to people. May- yeah, m- maybe. Maybe. Uh, like your world was turned upside down oh my god because you're at your your, uh, your well your what did you call it your library your your uh, in, in my your office com- your office which is just a
2: good desk and a computer yeah
1: right so I, I i mean it it definitely was different for you but i i think the technology sounded pretty
2: good yeah okay well i i mean that's that's something um it it was very difficult to do like super super difficult to do um, and it was just a, a weird, the whole situation was strange because what truthfully happened was you just weren't feeling well one day. And all of a sudden, the world stopped. The Rogers uh, media empire stopped. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the Kiss 91.7 machine stopped yeah, and we, said, yeah. get him the hell out of here. <laughs> and you just weren't feeling
1: well. I, yeah, I was, it was weird for sure. I, I had mentioned in the studio on, what was it, Tuesday morning? Yeah. Monday morning? Mm, yeah. Tuesday morning, I, f- like, yep. I. Remember two weeks ago, Robbie, yesterday, yeah, when Robbie ago, yeah. drove me to the hospital,
2: yeah, yeah, that I panic had,
1: attack. I had the weird panic attack, and I started feeling like kind of that panic attack feeling setting in again. And it, right at five thirty in the morning, right. I remember as we started, I felt, I felt it, and I was breathing really heavy, and I was like, "Oh my god, I think I'm thinking I'm going to have another panic attack." Yeah. I, my chest had had felt really heavy for a couple of days over the the long weekend,
2: right?
1: And I was like, "This is just so weird." So I, I controlled the panic attack. And and was able to breathe through it. And then we went on with the show six or seven o'clock. But like I had this really, really heavy chest. Mm. And I had had some headaches a couple days before. And so I was just feeling off and weird. Right. And we just came off a long weekend. And normally on uh, off of a long weekend, I'm feeling really energized and feeling great. Yeah. And like I just have way more energy and I, I sleep better over the long weekend. And I always come back like kicking and screaming. Yeah. And so I just didn't feel right. And we did the show. And that's kind of where that's where I last saw you guys was after right. that show. Mm-hmm. Right, I had left here going, well, I I got to look into uh, what this is. I'm going to call eight one one. Yeah, and then that 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 moment
2: well, changed everything. Calling eight one one is tricky uh, in this time because, and correct me if I'm wrong, eight one one is always there, or eight one one is only there because because of this, because of COVID nineteen. Uh, is eight one one always the I health link? No, is- health link is different. I think there
1: right. there is eight one one. Yeah, uh, there's Health Link, but I think eight one one is there for like poison control or something, isn't it?
2: Uh, mm. I, honestly, I can't remember off the top of my head. But right now, it's obviously everybody knows it's specially assigned for COVID. When you
1: phone it though, it says if you have COVID symptoms, press one. If
2: you don't, if you have, oh, the, yeah. Like, so Health so, okay. When you
1: Google it, it's Health Link.
2: Right. Eight one one is HealthLink. A1, okay, okay, okay. So, that so it's is- has been yeah, around. Okay, okay. So it's always around. And um, anytime I've ever ho- called Hel- Health Link, I've always ended up in the hospital. And I've only called once or two or three times in my life, right? One was after I went skydiving, and I was dizzy that right. night. Which is maybe a little kind of paranoid on my end to be like, I should call yeah, a jumped out of a plane! I know, exactly. But I just thought something wasn't right after I yeah, jumped out yeah. of the plane. And it wasn't until years later I found out that that, that uh, j- jolt of adrenaline from jumping out of a plane, did you know this, Robbie? Because you did it too, mm-hmm. is that the adrenaline jolt that you get Right? The, uh, the, the 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 brain chemistry mm-hmm. jolts you so hard that it makes you feel temporarily ill and yeah uh, disoriented later you. on in the day yeah because yeah you have so much adrenaline that just sucks out of your body so quickly that all of a sudden you're feeling ill oh, mm-hmm. why would so, you do that yeah I don't know and it takes training uh, to get used to doing that but anyway I didn't know what that was so I called eight one one and they told me well you better get to the hospital it <laughs> turned out I had, I was suffering from uh, an adrenaline letdown. Yeah, come That's all I was. Like, I should have just waited a couple hours, but they can't do that. And that makes sense. Right. So you can, and especially at this time, nobody wants to say, oh, oh no, you're fine. Don't worry (laughs) about it. So the minute you say you're not feeling well, you know that you're headed for some sort of warning for a COVID-19 link.
1: Well, yeah, we went, like we went through it. It took about maybe 15 minutes of me and a nurse talking on the phone, uh, just about what are you going through? What do you feel? What do you say? And I tried to really downplay what my symptoms were because I, I didn't think at the time that it was necessarily COVID. I thought maybe there's a chance I better check out because this doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right with my body. Right. And so I just said, they said, okay, well, you like immediately they, they went through all the things. Have you had the, this? Yeah, I, I've had that. Have you had this? Yeah, yeah, I've had headaches for uh, the last like, five days and I never get headaches. Okay, yeah, no, you need to self-isolate. I said, "Oh, whoa, 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 Hang on a second. Uh, what does that mean? Too late, right?" And they they said, "Well, that what that means is that you can't go anywhere for ten days." I was like, "What about work?" And they said, "No, you can't work." I was like, "What, what, what do I tell my boss?" Mm-hmm. And then she just said, "You tell her that, that to read the news."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I said, "Okay, but like maybe maybe I'm just overreacting. Like I had this happen like uh, in in January. I had these these symptoms. Like, are you sure?" She's like, "Yes, no, better safe than sorry." That's my answer you're Mm self-isolating. And so then I was like, oh. And then I, after that, I phoned our boss and said, hey, uh, I have to self-isolate. And then I don't know what happened because she said, okay, I got a ton of uh, things on my end, like as far as phone calls from other bosses and HR departments. And I had to deal with a lot of that. I had to go to a virtual doctor uh that that our company provided like our company like a really robot great. uh no it was it was a woman on her couch robot hello. doctor <laughs> hello Dylan hello. No, how it, are you uh, feeling it was a doctor on on her couch just for like I imagine she loved it. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to go to the office. She's sitting on her couch she's right. sipping her tea and so I had to go to that doctor and then uh yeah from there I just uh I, I had I had like a fever. I had chills like I ended up with some sort of weird flu. Uh and then three days after that, my arm went numb. Completely numb. My uh left arm. And so this kind of happened when I had a panic attack. So I, I didn't think much of it for the first hour. Didn't think much of it for the second hour. But after 24 hours, I thought I better call 811 again. Because mm-hmm. this is this is really bad. And I had this shortness of breath, and I, I like I couldn't fall asleep. And so I called them and they said, oh, okay. Well, they went through the symptoms. Okay. Well, you, and I was waiting for a COVID test. They don't happen quickly or they didn't at the time. They said, it would. Any, if they'll give you a call anyway from two to seven days. Okay. And I thought, what well, two to seven days? Like I, I wouldn't, we should get on this. And so I phoned and they said, okay, you still have your test. That's wonderful. Uh, I think you're fine. Uh, but just in case, we'll, we'll send your stuff over to a doctor. And I said, okay, wonderful. And so like 20 minutes later, I'm on the phone with our big boss. Uh, I'm, I'm on a Skype call with our big boss out of Toronto. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there. She's in her closet. I'm at my kitchen table and we're just talking. And all of a sudden I get a call from AHS. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my God, there's my COVID test. My COVID test is here. And so I, I finally thought I was going to take the COVID test. And I pick up and they said, hi, this is, this is a nurse. I just got your chart. You need to go to the hospital right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, What? And they said, yeah, we, do, we just went over. I don't know who told you that you're fine and to stay home. You need to go to the hospital right now. And I hate hospitals so <laughs> much. And so yeah. I, I went into like full on panic right then. I was like, what do you mean hospital? They're like, yeah, I call 911. And then I, it's going to take call a lot. 9-1-1. That's what they told me It's to call 911 right now. And I said, that, that seems like, I said, I'm, that seems like ridiculous. And they said, okay, well, you, I have to tell you to call 911. That's our rule. I said okay, but can you just tell me that, and I just do what I want? Mm. And they said, yeah, but if it's not go to the hospital, I'll send somebody there. I Mm. said, okay, well, I'll just drive then to the hospital. Is that okay? Yeah, okay, wonderful. So I drove to the hospital. Which, by the way, right now Mm -hmm. hospitals Mm -hmm. they are empty. Right, right. Like there is nobody in the waiting rooms. There is no like it's actually problematic for some hospitals because the the intensive care units are working overtime. The uh, the trauma are working overtime, but like all the other, there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. So they were able to send me within an hour and a half to two hours through radiology for an MRI, uh, through an EKG. Wow, that's quick. Yeah, they sent me in for a uh, chest x-ray, everything, mm-hmm. all through it. And then they sent me for the COVID test. Right. So I still had not got my call when I was in the hospital for getting the COVID test. And then after you get the test, it's three to five days uh, after the fact that you hear, hear results. So the hospital ended up doing it and it was the day they switched over at the hospital from doing the nose to the mouth. Thank
2: the Lord. Thank God. So you got the mouth one, you didn't get the oh, nose one. You yeah. didn't get the nose. No,
1: and the mouth one still it's horrible. Um, they they need to touch like all It's a swab yeah, so they take a long, like a long uh, shish kebab stick with mm-hmm. a little uh, Q-tip on the end. Okay. Right? And so that you, <laughs> you say, ah. And it's really hard to say, ah, without your tongue getting in the way. Yeah. And so we, uh, the nurse and I were trying to figure out how I could leave my tongue alone while mm-hmm. saying, ah. So she could poke, and she has to go at the very back of your throat, like the very back, back, like touching the back of your neck uh, uh, is where it would be. She has to poke the uh, right side, mm-hmm. the middle, mm-hmm. and the left side. Mm-hmm. And she said if she could go quick enough, then we'd only have to open my mouth once. Well, that didn't work. I grabbed her hand and threw her off. All right. <laughs> so I, it, I kept on apologizing because every time she would come in, I would grab her hand and throw it off just like as a natural reflex. Yeah. And finally, we ended up getting the three-prong approach and uh, it sucks, but like you gag your eyes water and it's, it's and it's just not good. Yeah.
2: So then
1: uh, we just waited it out. So up. that was the COVID test.
2: That was the COVID test. How relieved are you now that you've seen what has to happen or what did, what is happening with the nasal test? How relieved oh. are you that you didn't have to do that? Because I didn't see it until afterwards. And I saw a picture of what happens with the nasal test and it goes way up there.
1: Yeah. She says it touches your brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty close. Like, wow. Uh, yeah. I was so happy because she said she had one done mm-hmm. and it was the worst thing that, that she's ever felt. Oh, so it was just yeah and I had to give a bunch of blood which I hate doing. It was a it was not a fun day in the hospital and then
2: And that I was Saturday. Drinking. That was a Saturday, right? So yes. Tuesday is when you went home not feeling well. Yep. So this is Saturday you're at the hospital because you were feeling even worse and they t- they took the, all the precautionary methods and sent you to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's happening on our end at that time? Right. At, on Tuesday you call 811. Yep. You phone me I'm at home. You say, "Well, I've got bad news. I've got to stay home now. is yeah. telling me I've got to stay home." And And then, Robbie, you're in the studio making that birthday song. Yeah. Which is why you say you hate it so much. It's because it's not even done yet. It's not mixed properly or ready to go. Well, it was just
0: like my demo idea. Right. And I was working on it and hoping, like, I'll do it tomorrow and the next day. I'll get it done by Friday or something.
2: And then all of a sudden, there's a knock on your door.
0: Yeah, our engineer comes in and says, oh, what are you still doing
2: here? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm
0: working away. And he's like, yeah, you got to go. Get your stuff and leave.
2: Yeah. It was like an evacuation. Yeah, I, I, and it was weird, right? And we had no idea, right? Like, we knew you weren't feeling well, and we had kind of an outside prediction that they were going to say, like, you got to stay away yeah. until you know for sure. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't know that how it was going to impact us. And if you think about it, and you follow the trails and what everybody's saying, we have been in the same room now since this entire outbreak happened. Right. So I can see why, from a precautionary standpoint, they would want us to uh, also leave the building and leave the studio. But that's when it got interesting. So we go home right away. That was Tuesday. Right. All right. So you're not feeling well. You know you're not working for a little while. Right? Well, according to
1: AHS, yeah, they're saying you're off for 10 days. 10 days. Right. That's what they told me. Right. And, I, and I said, okay, but what happens if I get the swab? And right. the girl just laughed. She's like, ha, ha, ha. You think it's going to take less than 10 days. Right. I said, Wait, "Well, it's not." She's yeah. like, "No, because it, that it was—it was actually." Seems like day. sensitivity
2: training might be something mm-hmm. they, want, they might want to invest. In. Well, it, it was because <laughs> it was—you <laughs> dumb <asshole>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! No, it was the
1: because it was the day of—I think Tuesday morning, or it was Tuesday yeah, when morning. When they made it available to everyone, right? Yep. And so that's why they, she's just like, right. "Ah, ha, 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 that's not going to happen."
2: Right? Okay. okay. Ryan. So, and, and then at that point, we're thinking there's an outside chance, just because you're not feeling well, that you're still going to be able to join us from home, right? So did I? But nobody can get you the equipment because our company. Company understandably is very sensitive about the idea of bringing somebody to your house to drop off the equipment. That I didn't understand, right? And I still don't understand because the equipment.
1: I, I, like, why couldn't you put the equipment on my doorstep?
2: There are a few question marks that we still haven't right? I answer. didn't understand that because right?
1: they're like, oh, we, we can't send anyone over there. I said, because I, I understand uh, a lot of technical stuff. And I got yeah. my friend Dan, who's really good at technical stuff. So we could have fixed or or tied up anything that they needed. Right. And But they said, yeah, we couldn't drop it off. Right. And I wasn't going to argue. Like, right. I said, okay, that, well, that's weird. Right. But that was that was it. There was a rule that like, uh, and then Rogers came out and said that if I'm sick, I need to be resting, which yeah. is okay. Yeah.
2: That's why I ended up having to rest. So it it turned into sick days, is what it was, until you are awaiting this test. So then Robbie and I hear that we're going to have to do this from home, but yet we don't have any of the equipment to do it from home because because we've been around you, we're not allowed to get any of the equipment. Oh, you weren't allowed to come in and grab the equipment? No, we couldn't come and get the equipment. So we're wondering, how on earth are we going to get the equipment when we're not allowed to be around anybody who has the equipment? Right. And then you can't even pick up the equipment from your doorstep. So finally we arrange a way that we can, in the safest way possible, we can actually get the equipment. Mm -hmm. We go home and what happens with the equipment? It's not good enough. <laughs> they had to, we had to do this line test. You, you probably don't know any of this, I don't right? know anything. So this is, so Wednesday was a write-off because we couldn't get the equipment. So none of us were on the air Wednesday. Right, right. Okay, yes, so right, right. I don't know where all of a sudden we're not on the air. Thursday comes around, an outside shot that we're going to be on the air on Thursday. So then we do all these equipment tests to see if it works. And now for some stupid reason, we have to take a sample of our test and send it up the chain to like a president in Toronto to listen to it to see if it's a good enough right. quality, an approved quality okay. to go on the air. And it's almost like that person didn't hear what they ultimately settled on because they were going with a quality <laughs> that they didn't. So they didn't like it. They were just really picky and said, no, yeah, there's they no one of the best. Yeah, yeah, they wanted the best sound quality possible good, with, right? uh, without technical difficulties. Okay. Makes so the sense. first one didn't pass the test. Then finally we find the second one, but we can't find uh, Kelsey can't, uh, is, is doesn't really want to operate because she's doing a thousand different jobs. Mm-hmm. Her, you know, one of them is dealing with the HR company in Toronto that's trying to manage your situation And that's a so, full-time job She's <laughs> like, I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. to operate this And then spend all day trying to figure out all this yeah, other no stuff doubt. So then we couldn't find an operator And finally we, we found Jenna And uh, and that was by so that so, And we joked about it last week Before you finally joined us again But what really was happening was We couldn't figure out a way to plug everything in properly mm-hmm. And work it together properly and find somebody to operate it properly. At the same time, we could do one, but we couldn't do the other at the same time. And really, that's just bumbling. It, <laughs> it wasn't anything more complicated than just we we couldn't match up schedules and the right thing and the wrong thing to do. Right, because like, we have to test from this studio, and there are always people in this studio, so we had to wait for a, sp- a space to come in. Like it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. And what it really signaled to me is how incredibly, even though we see all this coming. Right. And we've seen it, and we we know this is going to go until May or late May, maybe even June. June, July, yeah. And how that was a great exercise in, oh my God, we weren't prepared. We thought we were prepared. Right. Because we'd been planning or, or having a contingency plan for ages, and then we were still, we weren't prepared for it. So we get through the week. We get to Saturday, and you phone me, and you say you're in the, you send me a picture of you smiling at the hospital with a mask on. I don't know how uh, I knew how you I were smiling? smiling. You can tell in your eyes. You can tell when you're smiling in your eyes. <laughs> Who says I'm smiling there with just the a mask big, It looked like this big, like, oh, look at me, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like that. There, you've got a big, more of a shocked face. Yeah, there, so there you go. That, I see that you're in your hospital, and I think you're getting the test, and I think, okay, cool, Well, they will just run it through the thing. You'll get a negative test, and you'll come on back, and we'll be fine, right? Because we knew it was negative because you had to, a flu. You were, you were say, with a panic attack, et cetera. You were just being cautious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you didn't get the results of the test. So Monday rolls around, and Robbie and I are finally set up We're finally going we're finally up and running and we're on the air from my computer room and and from Robbie's kitchen nook right and we're doing a radio show that is difficult to do like just and I don't want to get into too many of the details on how challenging it is but when you rely on just the chemistry of our room and the way we've been for 15 years when you're in different locations. And even though we could see each other over Skype and it's a bit digitized and there's the a delay. Delays.
0: The was, delays throw everything d- off.
2: Yeah, there's a bit of a challenge to it. Now, you know, and I could operate some of the radio programs from my computer room, but it was still, it just wasn't the same, right? Just mm-hmm. wasn't the same. I thought you were off. And then you were not there. My office, my <laughs> computer, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, and then meanwhile, you finally find out. You finally get a phone call with the
1: results on what day? I think it was okay. So if I was in t- uh, Saturday,
2: it was a Tuesday, Sun-
1: Sunday, I think, or right? uh, it was two days. Two days. So I think it was the yeah. yeah it would so, have been the, the so Tuesday.
2: One week from your final day, or yeah. from our final day in the studio, yes, you yes, get yes, the yes. result that we all kind of anticipated we were going to get—that you
1: were negative. Right. So they they phone me. AHS says, "Okay, you are COVID negative," and I said, "Oh, that's wonderful news." Thank you, so I can go back to normal. And I right. said, oh, no. Yeah. And I said, what? And they said, no, 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 no. You're, you can't go back to normal. I said, I, did you not just say I was negative? They said, yeah, 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 but you have to wait out the 10 days. And I said, oh, I didn't know that. And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, why? And they said, it's, you wait out the 10 days, and that's just the AHS recommendation. Mm. I said, oh, okay. So I phoned our boss and said, hey, I'm negative, uh, but I can't. It's 10 days. And then our company has a a deeper policy than AHS because they do a federal like a federal yeah the they national like federal, standards right yeah yeah which is fourteen days. Mm-hmm. So they said, well, you can't you can't go back till for fourteen days. I said, what? Okay. Uh, can I work? And they said only if you're one hundred percent. And I said, okay. And I had just told somebody earlier that morning that I wasn't one hundred percent because they phoned me and said how I was doing, and I said, well, I'm I'm feeling a lot better. I'm probably about like. I don't know, like 70, 75, like I'm feeling, I'm feeling better. I could work. And they said, okay. And then as soon as they they caught me in it later, they said, if you're not hundred percent, you can't work. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't work the next day. Okay. And then, so I was like, oh, okay. What? So then the, the next day I got, I got wise to it. I said mm-hmm. I was hundred mm-hmm. percent. And so they, they ended up dropping me off equipment uh, because I said I was hundred percent and I was COVID negative. And then we started trying to get the,
2: uh, the testing done of all three of us. But we're all, but Ravi and I are standing here. And, and meanwhile, all this is going on and we're not allowed to say anything on the air. So we're getting inundated right. with where's Dylan, how's Dylan, what's going on with Dylan, mm. and we're not allowed to say anything because for privacy policy. Mm-hmm. So, in, 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 and I know you would never care in a million years, no, but our but company you're not is our company is this massive, massive faceless media monolith that would would probably we'd probably get buried in the desert somewhere had we violated <laughs> one of the rules. I don't know So we're that. not allowed to say anything about your situation, right? In in, in well, I wasn't the, allowed to say anything the risk about my situation, of violating either. your privacy. <laughs> that was so where's there saying and we we I, we literally were like well what do we do because we're getting messages where's Dylan what's going on with how come you don't because when one of us is away you usually deal with it and we discuss it and and, and make it a thing right and we can't do that so we actually had to go like, well do we just say like who's Dylan like are we we didn't know what to do <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah. what's that. So, you know, it, you know, and I'm uh, on, on my best days pretty outspoken about the ridiculousness of cor- corporate policy. And th- over the course of years and several pills, I've learned not to be as outspoken because other people will get fired because of it. Right. But to me and Robbie at the time, we're like, this is insane because, A, we're not allowed to say anything about where's Dylan on the Pepper and Dylan show, yeah. <laughs> which was one that was just asinine. And then the other one is you're negative. Mm-hmm. We were around you and we're at home, but you're fine. Why, yeah, I didn't understand why but you we couldn't come back. We still had to stay home because right, right. Uh, they were concerned, understandably perhaps, that it was a false negative. Yeah, I right. guess a lot of those are happening. Right. So Robbie and I had to stay home, even though you were fine. Right. You have the test to prove it, and we would probably have been fine anyway. Mm-hmm. But we had to stay home until your 14 day- So we had to stay at home until your 14 days was up. That's right. how close of a show we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so if you, 14 days was yesterday. Had you been vacationing in Australia and come back, we probably would have been had, had to quarantine as well. hmm Right. Right? Like, it's yeah. just, that's, that, that's it. So, we're in the studio. Finally, we get up and running on Thursday. hmm Aha! Thursday's there. We're finally, so this would be, what, like, last Friday, a week ago tomorrow. Friday's on the horizon. Yes. Excellent. Dylan's back on the air. Robbie's back on the air. Everything's outstanding. hmm And then... <laughs> I get sick in the middle of the night. Right. You had a, a migraine. I feel no symptoms whatsoever. I shoot up out of bed at about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, and I throw up all over the place. <laughs> now. And you weren't drinking. No. So now, and then I've got this pounding migraine, which I'm getting all the time. Right. But- I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm getting migraines and throwing up, because I just witnessed what would happen if I dare tell somebody I have a headache. We have another 14 days. (laughs) So now, I'm like, uh, i got to try and work, but I can't. I'm super sick. So, and then we just played uh, a rerun show Mm -hmm. on Friday, and then we finally came back to work on Monday from our studio with all of that running around, all of that meeting in the middle of the night to get a laptop that had been wiped down so that it'll function and be compatible with all of our our broadcast equipment, all of that, etc., for roughly Basically two days of a radio show. Yeah, there you
1: go. <laughs> and we're back this morning for the
2: very first time, like in the studio. All of that work and all of that effort was kind of like, well, geez, we should just stay at home to make it worth it for another week and a half.
1: <laughs> well, now we at least like they they figured it all out. They know what the the protocols are. They right. know what to do if this is if this is ever to happen again on on the radio station in any capacity. Right. right. I think that like the, they. They thought they were prepared. We thought we were prepared. And none of us knew exactly what
2: would happen. But the interesting thing from an equipment and technology standpoint, and Robbie and I noticed this right away, was that we took the two, what are they called? uh, Kodak, uh, whatever they're called. They're Tilein Okay, so we took the two that this radio station has. Mm -hmm. This radio building has. Yeah. There are three radio stations. Mm -hmm. There are three people on this radio show. Right. There is one radio show after this one. There is one radio show after that one. Right. And then there is five, six, eight people that work on Sonic down the hall. Yeah. And then we've got, I don't know how many dozen people work at World yeah, FM World. also yeah. in yeah. our yeah, building. Right? But we've only got the two boxes. We don't even have enough boxes for this show, let alone the number of people that would need them had this thing expanded and gotten like even worse. Than it, where Everybody was broadcasting right. from home. Yeah,
1: I don't know what would happen in that case. I don't know either. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what I don't know. But like right now it's still a ghost town in this building. Yep. Just the just the shows that are broadcasting are the only things that are in the building as of right now, so right. That everyone continues to work from home. Right. But they have different laptops and yeah. they can all do their jobs, right. but we're back. Right. We're back.
2: And so the test wasn't as bad as you were anticipating, right? Like, uh, did you know it? Were you going into the hospital thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to get that nasal test. I don't want to get no, that nasal I test. I was more worried
1: about the, because I knew I would have to give blood work. Right. I just knew that with what I was experiencing, they were going to, and they they just go so quick and I'm so nervous and I like to be talking everything through with them and they just don't have time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I knew I was going to have to get blood work. I knew I was going to have to get hooked up to the EKG machine. I knew I was going to have to put potentially get...
2: Uh, the EKG the- machine is fun, though, because it kind Not of Not when feels- you're hairy! It kind of feels like they're creating a bit of a superhero. What is it? Was <laughs> that the
1: MRI machine? No. no, EKG is to check your heart. And so it's they like all these stickies on over. you all over. Oh yeah. So okay. They, can, they can, like from your from your toes all the way up to your head.
2: Oh, I feel like those. I'm a lab experiment. Oh. That's so fun.
1: Yeah, it's, it, yeah, all of that just scares me. Yeah. All of it just gives me panic and I had a great uh, a great nurse. She was wonderful. Right. Uh, Eileen, she was there helping me through it and it was the sad, honestly it was one of the saddest moments ever because I was there with people next door to me in ultimate, uh, ultimately in, in two different rooms. And I just heard them crying back and forth. One was crying because she was old mm-hmm. and she just wanted to go home and they wouldn't let her go home. Yeah. And the other one was crying and he was really upset because I, I'm pretty sure he was going to die. Yeah. And they're just out, outwardly talking and crying. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in the middle of these two. And it was just the saddest yeah. thing that you ever, you can ever hear. Yeah. And they just they just keep crying and talking and I want to see my husband and like they're no not allowed visitors, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was just like, "Oh my god." Like it was it was I was a scary place
2: that day. You know what the most important thing is? Here's a little tip for everybody. The most important thing you can bring With yourself to the hospital before you go into the emergency room? Mm -hmm. What is it? What do you think? Phone charger. That's it. That's the
1: one. I think my phone died. (laughs) My phone died. Yes. Yeah. Everyone was like checking in and and my mom and our bosses and everyone's like constantly wanting an update. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my phone ended up dying, which is the worst because- I don't know anyone's number, so they just, like, hours of me not responding. When
2: your phone dies and you're in the hospital right? and everybody's wondering if you're okay. Oh. So, maybe not the juiciest story, but there are, uh, but uh, obviously a long-winded enough story that uh, I don't know if, if, you know, it was interesting enough to sit through, but that is uh, exactly what happened, and it was really difficult from our standpoint of being able, not not being able to say anything about it and what was going on, simply because we of the privacy policy that this company has, and how we've learned over time that not to violate as many policies that companies have, <laughs> because what happens when you violate some of those policies is you end up not needing to adhere to any of them because you are no longer an employee of hey, the company with those policies. That's a tough one to learn. Uh, so that's that's why it was very ambiguous when uh, when you weren't around and weren't on the air, and why we were on again and then off again and on again. And
1: yeah, I just again. shut off my like my Instagram messaging. I didn't message anyone because like you can't say anything, and I didn't want to get into why I wasn't saying anything. I was just like, okay, I'll yeah. leave that alone. Off yeah. of Instagram, yeah, didn't want to get involved in any of that. Right, right. So, but now everything can be said. So. Well, the
2: moral of the story is with this, is you got to get these panic attacks and this hypochondria figured out mm-hmm. and all these weird illnesses that keep uh, surfacing and, and, and lapping on your shores. Yeah. You've got to get all of this. You got to get to the bottom of this because- Hard it's, time
1: to get to the bottom of it. You yeah, can't go no, to a doctor. Abso- no, absolutely. <laughs> really, really
2: difficult, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, how long has it been? I think like yeah. uh, the, the other thing, like I, I can only imagine like what my body's going through, right? Like when I actually sit back and thought about it after the fact- like when I was feeling well, like I'm 87 days of no marijuana, yeah. And I thought, like, well, that's not really. You've got to be over the, the hump
2: by now with that, right? It, according
1: to the nurse, when I was talking to her, that could potentially have been part of it, uh, because she, like, I did it for ten, maybe eleven years straight, every single day, yeah. And then so 87 days removed. Was it from that,
2: that long? Yeah. yeah, I guess it was every right. single day,
1: multiple times a day, right? And right. like multiple, multiple cigarettes per day. Uh, marijuana
2: cigarettes Right, yeah, exactly so for Are we not calling them joints anymore? Just when I thought you called Just when you made fun of me For could. calling them marijuana cigarettes Now you're calling Is joints out of uh, I don't know if We're not d- saying joints, joints, are joints we anymore to, can uh, say smoke joints. a J Smoke a J
1: Bust out a spliff Okay <laughs> roll one up okay yeah right. so i mean I, I did that for so long my body's still probably like i am so antsy right now it's unbelievable like i'm regularly a shaky guy mm-hmm. but like falling asleep is is incredibly difficult still and and dealing with that i have no caffeine in my body like so everything is is completely still different than it was for 10 11 years right mm-hmm. And so I'm still, I'm still uh, going through it, I think, as much as I think, like, I, I don't crave it as much anymore. Yeah.
2: Although during this time, whoo! I'm just sitting around doing nothing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because that is, like, marijuana for me was the ultimate, like, hey, nothing going on? Right. Something going on now. Yeah. Do you credit it yeah.
2: or do you blame it for some of the things that have happened in your life? Or I guess a mixture of both? Uh, wh- how, what do you mean? Well, I'm just curious. I'm curious on, on, uh, um, if you, if you hold marijuana in high regard or if I you mean, think that it, it, it caused problems in
0: like, your life. Like marijuana is so good. It has so many good things to it, <laughs> it's
2: but it's, so good. It, it's, it's got a lot
0: of, um, like advantages, right? Yeah. But it's, it's a drug it's, and people don't realize it can be just as addictive as other things.
1: Yeah, right? I I really think it's it it had had a lot of good in my life. Yeah. Like I don't want to I don't want to sit here promoting marijuana. Yeah, but I really do think that it it like for somebody that suffers from anxiety at a level that I didn't even realize mm. because I don't. I never really felt anxious. Right. I was stoned all the time. Yeah, like I, like I, I only did it at not nights. at work. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I only did it at nights. I felt like I, I felt, felt if like I did it, it sometime in, at work. Yeah, in the day, yeah. I always felt like if it was light out, I couldn't. Right, that was it. Right? That was
2: your standard. That yeah. was
1: my one standard, and I stuck to that. But like I remember, like there, like I, I, I think it has so many great
2: qualities to it.
0: It does. And it's like medically proven. There's some right. very good benefits. When
2: treated with respect.
1: Yes. When treated as yes. a medicine. Yes. 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 I wasn't, tre- I, I didn't treat it as a medicine ever, mm-hmm. right? Like I always treated it as recreational, something fun and like, oh, that's not as much fun. So yeah, I'm going to have more fun by doing this. So like, there are a lot that I would say is, is great, but I am with it, unable to do med, to do it medically. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't have that in me. Like like if you take just a small, tiny amount of it, it will calm my nervous system to the point where I don't have this anxiety, moving my leg, twitching all over the place. Right. It would, but then but I'm that's like, not well, why you're using it. Hey, yeah. what's next? Yeah, what's around the next corner? I'm right. curious mm-hmm. as to what one more puff would do. Right. And mm-hmm. then it just continued to grow and grow and grow and grow into the fact that. Uh, I mean, 10 years or whatever, 11 years of it. I mean, I, I, I am I am anticipating only because of a conversation I had with one of my friends who said that they were the exact same thing. They used to smoke every single day for 15 years. They stopped because it started creating panic attacks for them. Mm-hmm. It started creating these sort of uh, breathing episodes where they couldn't. And they said that they were really disappointed because they loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And then just out of the blue, it just started so it, they no longer could enjoy it th- the way that they did, and so I, I mean, I I still have I I have some at my house. It still sits there. And well, I, you don't I need don't that stuff. It. Robbie still wants me to get it to <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I eighty what is eighty seven days? Almost I think. three months. Yeah, that's really that's great. Good.
2: That's really great.
1: Yeah, and so I got into an argument about uh, with the nurse while I was hooked up and everything. And I said, well, it's been a really long time, and she said, no, like these can last up to years mm-hmm. in your body. Because if you think of all the chemicals you were changing on a regular basis and how your body was used to getting that chemical so it stopped producing so many chemicals within your body right. because you were providing it, uh, there's a lot of like biochemistry that can happen with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't know. So, I mean, uh, I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, honestly, that that's what the, what the cause of this all is because if mm-hmm. it's not... hmm I mean, like my blood test came back fine. My MRI uh, MRI came back fine yet again. My lungs came back fine and my COVID-19 came back negative. Mm -hmm. At that time, I wanted one of them to come back positive, to be 100% honest.
2: Right. The only one that would come back positive would have been a drug test. Well, I guess it wouldn't have been. That that came (laughs) back negative too, which is the problem. Right. And and
1: like, I wish that one of them would have come back so I could at least attack what the problem is. Because it's weird when 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 you haven't experienced what I've experienced uh, at all. And then all of a sudden you start experiencing it and it, you have no reason. And so when you go to the doctor, you're just like, you're sitting there and you're hoping like, oh my God, okay. It's all the fast food I've had over the years. Here right. we go. Yeah. It's going to be my heart. I know it. I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to die young of a stroke. Something like that, right? That's <clears> what's going through your head. And then when they say, no, everything's clear, I'm like, well, what the hell is this? Right. What the hell could this possibly be? Are you sure? Can you check again? And then when they said you're negative on COVID, it's just like, oh, why do I have this heaviness in my chest? What is going on? Mm-hmm. And so when I talked to the doctor about that, they 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 said there's a lot of flus going on right now and, and this is a problem that's happening is that a lot of people are suffering from just the regular flu right now. Same symptoms of what COVID would be coming in and getting checked and it's the right thing to do is what she told me because you don't know which one it is, mm-hmm. but there is regular flu that is still going on that will give you the heavy chest, that will give you your breathing problems, that will give you the headaches, that will give you the, the, uh, the shivers that I had or the uh, high temperature, right? Mm-hmm. So... I mean, that that's what they left me with that day at the hospital. They said, y- you, you, you probably have another strain of the flu, if not COVID. And then when they phoned me and I said, I didn't have COVID. That's all I was left with.
2: Right.
1: But 87
2: days. That's amazing. It's 87 amazing.
1: 87 days. It's
2: amazing. It's Yeah, you should be very, very proud of that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it is for, something.
2: How many for you, Robbie? How many for me? A couple. Okay.
0: <laughs> like I will. Like I, 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 I don't want to get to a point where I abuse it. Yeah too much, and I, I know yeah, you of, never have been really like we I've, joke
1: the most about you on the show. But anytime you and I ever got together, you would be the one saying, "Okay, oh another enough.
0: one, what are you doing?" Right, yeah,
1: I would be like, I would go until I would just until you would have sleep time. You would have like packages rolled up like a cigar. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like a puff will do it sometimes. Right, and that's you, what they keep saying.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's wild. That might been the, that might have been the problem.
1: It's my dad. I, I liken it to my dad because my dad and I would get together and we would just like, I don't know. Dad, you were, were like invincible. teaching chung more <laughs> I mean, than you were like
2: father son. It's true. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So uh, we would just go crazy and it would just like, that was our bonding. We would sit there and talk and if yeah. we weren't smoking, we weren't talking. Mm-hmm. So we would just continue talking and smoking all night long. Right. So it's been, yeah, quite the change, I guess, but I, d- I didn't realize how bad maybe it was Yeah. because it didn't seem bad.
2: Okay. So that's where, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that story. So you're happy where you are now. You're in a better place now. You just want to get all that health, all those health issues that may be connected to it. You want to get that taken care
1: of. Yeah. I just want to know that I'm fine. And like in every time I've gone to the hospital, they keep saying that I'm fine, Mm -hmm. but it's a weird thing when you can't breathe at night and all of a sudden you're like gasping for air or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, and you're not asleep. So it's not like an apnea. It's a pre-apnea apnea almost. Right. And you're, like, gasping for air. And, like, I just remembered, like, the scariest part of that, s- that Friday night before the Saturday I went to the hospital was I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lying in my bed, and I was gasping for air, and I couldn't get air in my lungs. And it was, like, it was scary, scary, scary. It felt like the the room was closing in on me, and everything was getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And there was this dizziness in my head. And then I had this, like, shivering going on. And I thought, okay okay, this, is, this might be what a heart attack feels like. This could be, I don't know what this is. Oof. So I went and I turned on every light in my house because I thought 911 would have to fall, find me. Mm. And so I went and I flicked on every light and I unlocked the front door and that was it. I, I went back you upstairs. You locked it? No, I unlocked oh, the you, front door oh, okay. and I, I went back upstairs because I just thought at some point I'm going to have to call 911 and I want them to be able to find me easily. But I wasn't gonna call them then. You know? Yeah. And that was the weird thing. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna say like I didn't call 811 at that point. I didn't call 911. And then I ended up like shivering myself to sleep. My, my I remember my teeth were just chattering and, and I couldn't really breathe. And I thought, well, if this is it, then I'll just I, I went to a different bed because I didn't want to die in my own bed. And I, why went not? To, I I don't know. It was weird. It was a very weird thing. I went to my a guest room because I didn't want to I didn't want it to be in my own bedroom. But you want to die in a guest room? I don't know why. It was the weirdest. I thought maybe Maybe this that, that would be different. I also, there was so many things going through my head because I have a fireplace in my bedroom. Yeah. And I thought maybe I'm getting like a carbon a monoxide poisoning oh. or something. Because oh. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't figure out what it was. So I thought if I left that room, I at least gave myself like a different place but to be. But you're
2: dead. What bed does it matter? What, de- what bed you you done? I there? was you know, i Were you planning on like giving that. that bed to somebody else? No, like you could have had it. Could you sleep in a dead person's bed, Robbie? Yeah, probably. I'd yeah. wash it
0: first. Yeah. <laughs> I'd Febreze it. <laughs> the bed? Uh, the mattress.
2: As long as it's so this cleaning company that I follow on Instagram says that's one of the things nobody ever does is clean their bed. they, How? Have, they have a method to clean your bed How? and you actually clean it. You don't have to just spray it with Febreze. There's a solution that you make that you scrub your mattress and really? nobody does it. It's I'm telling you we we should have them on the podcast. Okay. I am addicted to this Instagram mm-hmm. account of theirs and they they're just booming, right? They like they they gain 20 20,000 followers a day. Um and uh, you can't find any of their cleaning solutions anywhere in the city um and it's they keep giving me oh i didn't think i should clean that oh yeah you could clean that like Dylan, remember you were struggling to clean your hood fan over your stove yes right yes they have all these tips on how to do it properly to get rid of the grease because it's ridiculous yeah no Mm -hmm. it's awesome Mm -hmm. it's really great like the grout on your backsplash or on your tiles Mm -hmm. in your in your shower on the floor they've got a certain like formula to mix together to clean that Different things you've never thought of. Oh, I love it! I love it. Clean. Go clean. Go co. clean. Co. co. Okay. Yeah. Well, they were on. on with Robbie and I for a little while li- on the live show, but I yeah, I would love to actually talk to them for a lengthy period. How do they know all
1: these things, though? Uh,
2: she was like a high-end cleaner for a cleaning company. She had a high-end cleaning company where she cleaned like like wealthy houses, mm-hmm. and big houses. So mm-hmm. she had to do like really clean the hell out of these things. And uh, obviously, with everything, she so got kind of shut down. And uh, so she said, well, how the hell am I going to do this? How am I going to make a living? So she started to do this, and she's exploded. But she's not taking a lot of influencing money because she believes in the product she believes in, and she's not going to hawk any other products That's, other than the one she uses. The integrity. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Whoever
1: texted yesterday, by the way, uh, to clean your kettle? Yeah. That, uh, I... with oh, the vinegar. The vinegar kettle yeah. thing...
2: It was shocking. It's shocking when you clean your kettle. Yeah. And how clean you get it on the other But
1: it was just vinegar and water. Yeah. One portion vinegar to, I think it was three or four, uh, what, I don't know. I didn't measure it. I poured and poured, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. And it, it looks brand new all of a sudden. I know, because it looks like inside your tea kettle, it looks like there's barnacles in there. Yeah. You're drinking Those little like, white tea things that go on yes. your shower head.
0: Yes. Oh, and you know, because my bath doesn't get hot enough, so I use my kettle to boil bath water. Yeah. So every time I, I empty my bathtub, there's those little particles all over my bathtub <laughs> from my <laughs> kettle. It's gross. That's what you're bathing in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So now it's I can clean it. I guess yeah. I what can actually.
2: F- what frontier are you from? Where you are using boiling water? <laughs> I love your- a hot soak. It's <laughs> it boiling be water, enough. Robbie. You I can't b- submerge your body in boiling I water. I love it.
0: I just love a boil. <laughs> 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 I just so do. Dangerous. And I can't really go to the gym and use the sauna or the steam room. I don't think it's dangerous. It's it's
1: it's, it's boiling thing. water. I think it is dangerous, Robbie. Ah. <laughs> all right, fair enough. There Feels you go. Good. Feels uh, good.
2: Speaking of uh, guests for the show, just tell me yes or no if you're interested. This may be a tough one to get. This might be up there with Sully, Dylan, your your white whale Any that you've day. been trying to get, and, and he wants uh, to talk. Brian Balmer, who continues to avoid all of our messages to join us on the after-show show. There's a fella. Do you know this name, Stephen Pruitt? I, I discovered uh, this fella uh, over the weekend. It doesn't ring a bell. Robbie, do you know the name Stephen Pruitt? Stephen Pruitt. No, is he uh, is he an apple farmer? Stephen Pruitt. I an apple farmer. Yeah. Is, he, is that an apple farmer name, Stephen Pruitt? I don't know. You, you can, can do just a put your ass in Pruitt. That's an odd... You can do it. <laughs> put your ass in Pruitt. Uh, Stephen like it. Pruitt is an American Wikipedia editor who what? holds the record for the, anyone? for the highest number of edits made on the English Wikipedia. He has made over 3 million edits on more than 35,000 articles. Oh my god, is he retired? And he was one, named one of the 25 most important influencers on the internet by Time Magazine. I knew none of this until my girlfriend told me a, a little while ago that you can basically edit anything you want on Wikipedia, yeah. which made every makes every single kid's book report questionable now. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Um, But you can do that. You can go in. And um, a lot of people will make pranks on one another. They will go in and make little changes on Wikipedia as kind of like a a subtle hint or a subtle nod or a wink to their friends or they'll put something that's kind of wrong on there and see how long it gets caught. This guy's job... Is to go and correct all of them. Like those. he's paid to do that? I don't know if he's paid or no, because I think everything's free on Wikipedia. I think it's like his yeah, but they this gotta guy's, have someone. His paid. responsibility, his hobby, his what I well, that's why I don't want to know. But his job is when something gets changed on Wikipedia, he must get some sort of notification and he has to go back and make sure it's factual. Oh, that would not be Because the the story goes And I know you think This is lame and boring But my girlfriend uh, uh, Edited uh, uh, Geez, I can't even remember The story exactly If I edited or she did Because I always called Max You know, the corner store Max Which is now Circle K I grew up They were called Max Milk Mm-hmm. and she said that that was ridiculous they were never called Max Milk mm-hmm. so and then we looked up Wikipedia sure enough there's about a one paragraph thing on Max and it was that they were once called Max Milk right. so we wrote a whole bunch more on there or I did or she whatever um, to say about how like the long sordid history of how it became Max Milk none of it was true obviously but we thought who on earth would ever check that right. no one Right? who on earth has ever had this discussion no <laughs> one. the next day it had been changed because that guy because of this guy Pruitt well, how does he know? I don't know. What makes him credible? I think he gets a note. Of, oh, that's a great, and that's the other question that I have. How does he know so much about everything?
1: Well, he's got to have his own Wikipedia. He this, goes this guy, well, yes, the dark I, neck well, Wikipedia. I got, all dark of from, I got
2: all of his information from Wikipedia, which would probably be the most credible and accurate Wikipedia of all of the Wikipedias is the one about the guy who's, who's made Wikipedia. Or he just makes it up and no one's going to change
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that might be the way to go
2: so i don't know if if you were to, be interested to hear about the guy who corrects all the mistakes on wikipedia yeah or is that super boring i don't know no it's interesting i think
1: we can turn it into something fun Thirty five thousand
2: um articles he's articles. created
1: like do you know him or you're just saying
2: you've heard his name no i just heard i just heard about him this weekend oh, for the okay. first well, time let's see if you can get him on i'm gonna okay well it'll be a race brian balmer robbie's trying to get brian balmer Dylan Sully. Oh, come on,
1: Sully! What are you doing? And You're the
2: greatest American hero ever. Stephen Pruitt from Wikipedia, and then maybe that uh, the person from uh, Go Clean Co. Okay. Um we'll try and do that in a in a future podcast. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. So uh that is uh, what exactly happened. That's a little behind the scenes. Um there was no murder, there was no firing, there was no juicy bloodbath in the hallways. It was just simply um I was
1: thinking murder. Was that
2: was that a theory? The, the thickest meringue of corporate meandering that uh, we've ever had to deal with since the the great firing fire. It years was ago. all
1: to look after your safety though at the end of the day, right? Yeah.
2: You Did You hear the show? <laughs> People were in jeopardy, Dylan. People were in danger after doing those. I didn't hear that. And just for
0: anybody listening, Mm -hmm. if you tune into the show one day and you hear anything at all that says Pepper and Dylan, Mm -hmm. whether it be a best of anything, Mm -hmm. that means we weren't fired. Okay, something's going on. We weren't fired. If they keep our name on in any capacity, if it's on the website, they just
1: say "Kiss Morning Show." Yeah, they were in trouble. Kiss in
0: the morning. (laughs) So just just keep that for next time because so many messages, right? Just so many, and you don't know what to say. In well, the last
2: what's couple it of say weeks. about this show? That's our reputation. Yeah, that, that's, that's our us. reputation. When we're not there one day, everybody's like, "Ah, man, they went and did it what again, yeah. right? Yeah, they got to shut pepper up for Christ's sake." <laughs> Is that
1: what? A lot, that's what a lot of people jump to that conclusion, right? Yes, yeah. fired again. We will be. Don't worry. Oh, there it's will just be a, a time. Of time,
2: but it wasn't this time. So there you go. There's your uh, answer. Thank you very much for listening to the After Show Show. Be safe. The
0: Pepper and Dylan Show,
1: weekday
2: mornings on Kiss 91.7.